This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. That is Jill Scott uh, coming through there uh, with all I. Uh, there, there is a beautiful song that was just ushering us into uh, the last stretch of uh, the Power Zone and Power 98.7. And this is where uh, this Tuesday morning uh, in the last stretch, we're inviting uh, Nomawe Lenjongo, who's here in studio uh, with us uh, this morning, who just, uh, you know, we're going to draw from her wisdom as well. Uh, this morning, uh, I was telling her that she's like a globe trotter now. Uh, she travels. And you know what I mean? Uh, she's always up to something, uh, but she's always up to something amazing. Uh, wh- whatever she's doing, uh, wherever she's doing it, I know very well that uh, it's amazing. And this morning, uh, she'll let us in also on her journey and her trip to Morocco. I told you that she's in transit as we speak right now here in Johannesburg. And then she'll be moving into Morocco, Rabat. Uh, she'll tell us about that. Uh, but before we go into that, I want to find out about really how things went. Uh, she had a, a lit gala. Uh, there were just amazing things that were happening here. Nomowele is in the literature space, right? Uh, she's a publisher. She's an author. Uh, she's an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, someone that really is pushing to ensure that literacy remains through the test of time and just doesn't speak to me and you here in South Africa, but it also has a footprint in Africa. It has a footprint in the world as well uh, where South Africa's work is concerned. So through her, uh, then we find our work just being showcased everywhere uh, in this globe. And uh, there are also nice things in the pipeline as well uh, that she'll tell us about. Uh, but we are on 0861-987-000. You're welcome to call in uh, this morning. And you're also welcome to engage with us there by X. Uh, we go by at Power FM 987. Asnuma, good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, Kate. Morning. Thanks for having me here. <laughs> and I'm greeting the listeners at home and everyone that is following Guazitina yeah. Publishers well. It's always lovely to have you in studio. You are a breath of fresh air, right? Uh, because I feel like, uh, you know, I always play catch up with you. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I meet you, you'll be telling me, you know, there's this thing that has happened. You know, there's, you know what I mean? So I, I can't keep up with you because you're just a ball of amazing, uh, you know, adventure. You're a lovely person uh, to be around as well. And, and really, we saw you organize this uh, lit gala uh, here in Johannesburg, uh, whereby there was a lot riding uh, into that particular event. Uh, you also had people uh, coming through from outside of South Africa uh, to come through into the country uh, to form part of that lit gala. So I'll be doing an, an injustice if we don't touch base on uh, that uh, and then we'll move into uh, other developments in terms of uh, your work and where we find you as we speak uh, right now. Uh, how was it? Was it a success? Uh, are you happy? Uh, and what happened? I saw that you won an award as well. Uh, tell us about it. Okay, before the Lit Gala. Yeah. We had a series of events. Ah. We visited uh, Otandweni. Um, it's an orphanage home. Mm. And then we did some, we, do, we donated some things and also books and everything. And we mm. even went twice there, And but we're still going to go back next year. Mm. And also invite, we visited Ikuku. We did, uh, we donated a lot of books and also we did mm. the entire book fair at school. Oh, no. This because is in the Eastern Cape. No, no, no. Oh, in Soweto. In Soweto. In Soweto. Mm. And then 
uh, we visited the school called Ibongo. We mm. also did the same thing. We donated wow. a lot of books and the teacher material. Uh, we did a lot of activity with the children. You know, mm. it was so beautiful. Actually, every footage that we took now is going to be a documentary. Ah, that you is know? amazing. And you were really intentional about going into the schools because this is where we get to find the young ones and, and their teachers. Yes. By the way, let me tell you back one. Remember, I met the Jessica Marro in the Josie Book Fair last year. Mm. And Josie, Jessica and I, we, are, we have so much similarity. She's mm. a publisher who started publishing by publishing her own book like me. Mm. Then when we met last day, it was her very first time in South Africa. Nice. Then when she realized that there's these problems of a uh, shortage of libraries in South Africa, then she she saw that she wanted to play a, a, some a part. Then mm. she, she called me because she saw me that I've been already doing some work in the schools. Né? And then we started uh, partnering. Guazitina Publishers partnered with Jessica Amaro, Amaro Literacy Mission you know, mm. so now with her, she was with the 25, 25 global literacy advocates from nice. America. Yeah. 24 of them, it was their very first time in, in the South continent Africa. and the continent? in South Africa. What? So Through you, right? Through Quasitina. Actually, it started <laughs> by two people meeting yeah. the next minute. And uh, look uh, like... Uh, and, and it's the power of networking, Absolutely. Uh, the power of crossing paths with uh, people that would really, uh, don't take it for granted who you bump into. No, I can't because, you know, I went there to mm. launch my book in the Josie Book Fair. And it was my very first time attending Josie Book Fair. Mm. I met a lot of people that day, but there's only one person that I remained with. Mm. It was her that... And we planned a lot of things and and everything happened. Like, I can't believe that uh, we just met last year and mm. this year what we've done because a lot of books that we donated and a lot mm. of impact. And uh, you don't know how happy were the children in the schools, you know, about imagine, that yeah. impact, about what happened. Because now we're not going to leave them even yeah, next you're year. Partnered with them we're going to go back because we don't want to make it. And we've got other plans coming because we saw that there's a need also for training for mm. the literature training the training for teachers to assist you know because we want to really make an impact you know and and you're right to say that over time we we've realized the, and and picked it up that you know we don't have enough libraries you know mm. we we don't even have enough of reading material in schools that would find young people interested in literature we're not encouraging them to write as much as uh, you know we were i mean i mean i remember when i was growing up you'd automatically have to write something, you know what I mean? Because I guess at that time we really were not big on social media or phones or gadgets and the likes, whereby then you find that a book and a pen is your outlet, and that helped in terms of developing us in terms of where we find ourselves. And you would reckon that this that gap that exists here that will need people to work around intentionally, so in closing, as we go by, yes, it is important because even the school that I visited, there yeah. is no library at all. Yeah. So next day, we're going to be setting up the, they call them, because they suggested they, they, there's something that they do in America yeah. called the reading lab, but that's his library. But uh, now we're gonna, they're going to come and uh, we're going to work on doing them yeah. next year while we're donating even maybe we're going to be adopting new schools in the program. But after the series of events that took place, we also have this uh, 
KTP Lead Gala in partnership with Amaro, yes. where now we're bringing Africa and Africans in the diaspora together through the power wow. of literacy. We had Abu Mamutu Namshop, you know, the legendary. Oh. You know, the, you know, and uh, she was our program director. So yeah. I wanted when I invited her, I was I was intentional because mm. I wanted them to go with Africa with them. Mm. You know, I wanted, and we also had an honor of having brand SACO mm. there, and uh, also the Embassy of America also de- uh, delegated somebody who deals with the youth, a diplomat that deals with youth education. And Yali, Yali, it's young yeah. African leadership. So it was something out wow. of this world. And people enjoyed the network. And uh, I don't want to lie, it was very touching when they have to leave, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine because if it was amazing and it was uh, something that worked in terms of the build-up, you're building up to it. And everybody was... wanted to just go on. And everybody, you know, everybody's heart way into yeah. this. And guess what? Do you know those uh, literacy advocates that were there? They were not coming in one place in America. Many didn't know each other, but they connected with by the mission, you know. Mm. So the mission connected people, you know. Mm. Then they came together to do what they love, which is to make impact in the life of South African children. Because they chose South Africa out of Africa because they saw that there are many people in America who are making projects in other parts, but Mm. they have not met anyone who was doing something about South Africa. So they want South Africa. And I'm grateful that Guazitina became the link. You are our our outlet. You are our link. You are the go-to person where uh, this is concerned. I I guess this was the beginning of many to come in terms of some of those relationships you're talking about. uh, Also, uh, just ensuring that you create a greater impact even in the coming year Absolutely. whereby you want to expand your reach uh, to other schools and other orphanages where, where there's a need there. Yes, already. I'm already under my program called Esgela SA. Mm. I've already doing some work in the schools. Up to date, we've got even an anthology that has been written by schools in one of the schools in Lenas, one of the schools in Lusikisiki. Mm. Even in my in the Bondo Literal Festival that I hosted in October, I had mm. nine schools that attended the, the festival. You know, mm. this year already in February already we're gonna be visiting five schools under that banner Esgela SA. You know, so remember we've got Esgela, we've got Africa Teen Authors Book Initiative, we've got oh, yes. Fundambondo Literary Festival. Mm. Then now there's this KTP Lead Gala that we partnered with the Amaro Mission mm. South Africa. You know, so it's another new things yeah. from what we already been doing in the in the literary you space. Are you, know? work. you are hard at work. You are hard at work, and uh, this is so nice. And too. Uh, sorry to See. interrupt another. Mm partnership that we did this year it was to partner with uh, another organization called Align with God Papers where oh. we hosted two days school, high school career expo. So we are about to we are about making an impact in the lives sure. of children, you know. Yeah, and I guess also uh, when you look at it, you've been well received. Uh, there there've been a greater interest in the work that you're doing. Uh, how are these recipients uh, receiving you uh, when you were there in Soweto, uh, just pushing this and and the likes? Are you, are you seeing an immediate impact? Are you really getting a sense uh, that uh, you are an outlet that they've been waiting for uh, for the longest of time, especially where the gaps around literature? are concerned. 
You are there. I'm so thankful, even the principal. for They even thanked me for choosing their schools. Mm. So, you know, the other, you know, before I, I got this school, it was very difficult, Kat. I visited many schools in Soweto first. Ne? When I was trying to, I'm, I'm coming to knock that this is what we want to do. Mm. But you find that uh, other people are, are reluctant to open the doors, you know. Mm. There are schools that didn't open the doors and they, they missed out. Ne? But yeah. I was very sad because... Those people did that. They are they are making children to miss out something, exactly. you know. Because so at the end of the day, it's for the children. It's for the children. So mm. I'm saying we've got a, a situation of leadership. Not only there, not only in Soweto. I mm. visited schools in KwaZulu Natal. Mm. I've visited schools in Eastern Cape. I saw that the it's only time the only time you want you see them now want to do when they have seen, seen some success are, in another yes. school. Then now and then now by that time you are moving with another mm. because you already have a plan you know so i'm saying there is a challenge and if we need to work together i wish the schools to to open their doors because we need to impact the lives of the children art is so powerful it's able to nurture children to shape them to become better version of themselves like in south africa today we have a problem of alcohol and now you know so now we need to protect these people so that they 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 get busy if children are busy they, they are kept busy doing something productive you know mm. we are saving them from a lot of things of course i mean uh, for the longest of time you know very well that uh, like literature has been uh, the hiding place where people would want to go there uh, when it's like a stress reliever there's just a lot that can be attributed to uh, just one finding themselves in a literature space uh, which is why we need to uh, be intentional about not leaving any young person behind instead we instill this culture where culture of reading yeah of reading and parents should also start it even in their homes absolutely and do you know what uh, in Cape Town, remember when I met you in Cape Town yeah. some time ago? In yeah. fact, oh, before the, before meeting you, I, I, I was with some group from Kenya, all, all over Africa, and they got to know what I do. So there's some lady from Kenya who got an interest in, the, in my school reading program, you know, reading and mm-hmm. writing program. Do you know now in Kenya there's five schools that are interested in our writing pro- project? Uh. They are actually welcoming us, you know, what? to do the the project. So, like, so nice. what we are doing, you know, it's 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 about Africa. It's about mm. it's about building a a, a, a reading culture. Yeah. We need to cultivate yeah. it, you know, yeah. in yeah. in the entire Africa. If Africa, like now, we we need to build a, a reading generation. You know, exactly. this is this is supposed to be a legacy and also creating for the, the, the greater future archives when we, we're promoting an Africa that read yeah. and write, you know. Yeah. Especially with the technology so rife right now, I mean, we are at a point whereby you can even AI. encourage them to read on their phones, right? You can really push it there to say you don't need to, if you are reckoning that this gadget is one that you can't let go of, create an ebook or whatever and just try to open uh, spaces and go to applications apps on your phone that really matter that will speak to development uh, by the way you know when my children remember who inspired me to see the best in kids quasi and quasi and <laughs> you know before before i bought them phone i didn't want to buy, buy them phone until they have a purpose to use them yeah. i first when i gave them phone i said you see these are smartphone you know why they are called smartphone because they do smart things mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what they wrote their books using their phones by the way yeah. and 
they really inspired. Without them, I wouldn't be doing this. Because it's through them I was mm-hmm. able to see a bigger picture of the capabilities of the teenagers or Technology. the young, you know. Technology. And well, Tina's book was doing doing well. It was selected in Gauteng Department of Education. It's, mm-hmm. it's in other libraries in Gauteng. Also in the Eastern Cape libraries is there. It was bought by the Art and Culture. It's called Was Within. Because mm-hmm. it's reflecting about the lives of the adolescents, yeah. you know. So I'm just like, without <sighs> without them, I wouldn't I would have missed Something that big. opportunity to really go into this space full on and mm. become who you are. So we we're grateful to the young ones, we're indebted to them for you. <laughs> you know, I, w- I want you to tell me about uh, Morocco, uh, Rabat. That's where you are heading to. Yes. Uh, we are seeing the 75th anniversary of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Uh, we're seeing a movement in this particular space, the Human Dignity International Symposium. Uh, what is it all about? How do you? How do we? find you in Rabat. Hey, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Kat, remember in May, first and foremost, I went to Italy. Yeah. Uh, I met a remarkable professor there. Uh, what I did, we, it was the, we were the only two blacks in that session. Mm. It was me and him. After he presented, I went to him and said, congratulations for bringing African story to the world. And then I said, please join me and say, let Africa tell her stories. And then he joined me. We took a video clip. After that, I gifted him with a book that is written by African teens, you know. Mm. Then from there, I left, you know. And then we started communicating when I'm back in South Africa. And I requested him to do a forward in the the third series of African teen soul anthologies. It's called African Teen Soul on Culture. And that professor is Professor Eugene aboard uh, from Cameroon but residing residing in Morocco he's a cultural diplomacy mm-hmm. professor hence I, I i i asked him so what he did he introduced me to to his wife his wife is also one of the publishers in french language and also one of the people con- i think is also doing something with the human rights and everything so they recommended me you know Mm. Uh, they recommended me. They said, okay, can you come to... They just they first asked that, that uh, there's something that is organized, but then they want to know my profile and all that. Then I, I shared my profile, you know. And then the next minute, I saw that uh, I, I, I started getting an invitation with from the president of uh, Human Rights Commission, mm. uh, Amina, of that country, you know, in Morocco. Mm about this telling me about this coming symposium you know and wow i was very interested because uh like the human right thing is closer to my heart you know mm. i believe like uh, our rights in our rights we, we must have a freedom to speak out freedom mm. to associate with whoever you know so now when i got that opportunity and, and even being told that there are 12 countries participating and i'm the only one in south africa you know <laughs> i felt like wow very honored especially when yeah. i even looked at the profiles of the people that are attending there mm. you know including the secretary the deputy secretary general of the united Nations, will be part of that wow. and not only that i'm gonna be speaking as a panelist mm. by the way i'm in the first panelist wow. <laughs> session first session and sure. not only that uh, i'll be presenting all our contribution mm. or intervention to the discussions that will be taking there in the symposium will be published. The four, there are 40 people mm. from 12, Afri- 12 countries, not African countries only, yeah. because there's 
uh, France, UK and India that will also be participating, sure. you know. Exciting times. I have Temba here uh, who's quoting from Pretoria who wants to talk about uh, books and literature. Uh, Temba, we have two minutes. Welcome to the show. Well, you know, thank you very much for this opportunity. Yes, uh, I have invented the, 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 I was the um, assistant teacher in France, but mm. in school I will never mention, uh, I, I will not mention yeah. name. I was working in the library. Mm. Hello? Yes, Hello, Tamba, yes. we are here. Well, listen, okay. Yeah, I was working in that school, and then we've made uh, the e-books that uh, she was talking about. Mm. Yeah, about the phones, and then how the teens, they must use the, those phones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do do we yeah. see do we see them, uh, you know, becoming more, uh, you know, uh, welcoming to reading the books from their phones than the traditional way of uh, doing things? Do you think, uh, you know, this is where the world is moving into, and for you to win the hearts of young ones, uh, that is the approach that you need to take. Yeah, exactly what you are saying, man. Mm. Uh, you know, in order for you to uh, to get them to read, man. Mm. The phone is the best uh, uh, waypoint because of they're always on their phones and then mm. you have to keep them busy yeah. with something that they are they, they always have mm. than a, a a book with pages. Yeah, then we need smart uh, libraries, you know, uh, that uh, would need to uh, be oh, introduced yeah, uh, right. as we go about it. But what yes. do you make of what Temba uh, is saying here? Uh, at least there's, there's schools that are still championing uh, the culture of reading. Yeah, this is very interesting, you know. Mm. Yes, we have to move because the world is moving in the digital pace. Mm. So I think we need to balance both, yes. you know. Yes. But also, we still uh, there are still people who love the traditional yes. way of doing. I love and the traditional also, way. I, 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 and, <laughs> and also the this one. And we need to also teach them to manage time, mm. you know. Yeah. In the and then another thing, we, we, we had in that school, we had uh, a smart chalkboard. I don't know if you yeah, the smart seen one or yes. about it. Yes. yes. Yeah, so it's more interesting because of they don't they don't use chalks anymore. Instead, they use their fingers to like to write anything, mm. and then it has a, a, a Google app. Yeah. They this search whatever they want to search, and then mm. life then gets it's more like it's a big phone in the class. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, that, that is amazing when uh, Temba, and I'm hoping that all the schools, you know, we move into this particular space, but champion the culture of reading and also encourage parents, you know, we need to also bring them in, you know, as, as we yeah. teach the kids to read and their likes, uh, when they go home, they don't need to lose it and uh, see it as if it's a at school process altogether we need to see parents also supporting the young ones uh, because uh, like what uh, was saying here uh, there are a lot of bad things they are faced with drugs they are faced with a lot of challenges here you need uh, the culture of reading to be an outlet as well yes you know you you know what uh, those smart shockboards does to them encourage them to come back to school the next day so like they can they write again <laughs> you know yes, what the you're coming in yeah you know what today like when i was in the open eh, going mm. to pretoria 
you know, he's, he mentioned something. He was speaking. We, we end up having this kind of a conversation mm. where the society now we need to involve the entire society so that we can work together yeah. as the reading going down in South Africa. Mm. It needs all, all of us to be active, you know, at home, mm. a, yeah. a, a school, everyone. We need all the yeah. stakeholders. For instance, what I did before my kids started writing, I introduced them in the culture of reading. I, will, mm. I would I'll buy a book and read it first and then I, I, I give you them a time frame so and, then a, I, and then I ask them to come and review it to me because I didn't want them to, to, to cheat, you know? That is so nice. And we're out of time. Timber, uh, thank you very much, brother, for the call. My pleasure. Awesome. Timber calling us from Pretoria. Osnomawele, we wish you everything of the best uh, where Rabat is concerned. Uh, come back and give us a sense of uh, how things have gone. I'm excited about the book. I'm excited that you are uh, the only one here in South Africa uh, that is going there representing us. So I know very well that you're going to represent us so well. And uh, here we support you as Power Zone. Uh, you know that we are here for you. Yes, thank you. And I'll also have an honor to meet a South African ambassador. Before I came here, we yeah. were talking. I was talking with him. Oh, really? Arming me because I need to know the, 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 the relationship, mm. the diplomatic relationship of my country and that country yeah. and all those things, Very you know, important. and the cultural things and all that. So, yeah, he shared some knowledge. We shared some things mm. and then he shared some things and then we're going to meet before I come back. Though I'm not going to yeah. meet him like where I was supposed to meet him the first. I was supposed to meet him first before I meet anyone else. But then he's got an emergency. But mm. on the 7th, you we're going to meet him. Yeah, no, you, you see, you're not alone. Even no, the, I've got uh, a in, family. In Morocco, you've got a family and through us as well. Uh, we are with you all the way. That is Nomawe Len Jongo. She's the founder and publisher uh, from Kwazi Tina Publishers. She's an author and entrepreneur uh, off to Morocco. Rabat uh, in the morning, this morning. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Yes, around two. Around two. Yes. Have, have yourself a, a lovely flight and uh, really come back and give us a sense of how uh, things have gone there. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.